podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Tired of lying awake, tossing and turning, just hoping for a few hours of sleep? Get the sleep you crave with the one-of-a-kind Tempur-Pedic. Only Tempur-Pedic uses proprietary temper material that continuously adapts and responds to your body to relieve pressure. So you get deep, uninterrupted sleep all night, every night. The Tempur-Pedic Summer of Sleep starts now with all Tempur-Pedic mattresses on sale and savings up to $500 on adjustable sets. Learn more at TempurPedic.com. Some cars are comfy on the inside but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Good evening and welcome to the Fatback 4 Daily for today, which is Tuesday. Uh, this Manchester United game is taking forever to get here, so we're just going to keep going and keep plodding on and doing our best until we get to Sunday at half past four. Tonight, uh, this show, as always, is brought to you by Paddy Power. Paddy Power is a bookies and app a website. If you gamble, please try gamble responsibly, and if you're doing so and you're gambling responsibly, try do it with Paddy Power. Odds on football, odds on Liverpool, LFC Day Tripper specials on Liverpool, all other sports, everything else beyond that, you know the drill by now. Um, tonight I am joined by, again, by Carl Kopak, who was with us last week and got a great response to being on to the show, so I asked him on again tonight. And we're going to do things slightly differently. Um, a lot of previews of United will show up on your podcasts, you know, streams and different things, and in your download, download our files, and, but we're going to do a little bit different, Carl, aren't we? We're going to talk about the fixture that is Manchester United against Liverpool and the history of it, I suppose. We're going general. We're going general, and the, Carl, the other night, um, or last week when you were on, it went a bit random at the end. We, we, we welcomed that, and we welcomed that again, um, if uh, that manages to happen at around 25 <laughs> past 10. When we're sick talking about the heartbreak, we've we've suffered at the hands of Manchester United at times, and people ask stuff like, your favourite flavour of hula hoop, or whatever way it goes. Uh, loads of people have jumped straight in. Um, Chris Brack says, even Gav, North Red says, hello. Centurion says, I loved the, your man Dave. In the club. Oh, Dave. Dave's LFC chats. What a man. What a man. Um, Stephen Max says, good evening. Uh, calls me Gov, but look, I let him away with it. Mark Gallagher says, good evening. Uh, Al Suarez says, the guy off injured for Spain. You are fucking joking me. Yeah, I've heard that. Oh, okay. Never, never buying it. Either am I. I think Pog was fit and ready to go as well. Uh, yeah. Michael, Michael Edwards asks, is Carl fat? No. No, no, he's not. Um, I, I, I got him to send me his credentials. He's uh, six foot three, eleven stone, blonde, tall, all that sort of stuff. He's amazing, Carl is. As a eyes like a shock of gold. Oh, lovely, really. Oh, <laughs> I might call the show that. Oh, it's like a shock of yeah. gold. Um, let me see. Uh, another person didn't say the guy injured. Can anybody tell me the extent of the injury? Because Carl is simply not buying it. Um, Carl, here we go. Uh, 
Liverpool versus Manchester United is on Sunday. I will get your thoughts on the game. Come, you know, the Sunday's game before the end of this podcast. But just looking at it, and we were discussing it before we came on here. The biggest club game in world football. I think so. I think you do too, do you? Yeah, it is. I mean, one of the reasons is if you look at the other games, it's things like, obviously the big contender is um, Barcelona, Real Madrid, but you don't get the away fans at those games. You don't get the cauldron atmosphere. You just basically just get a home, a group of home fans watching a big game, uh, which is why it always means more when, you know, one wins at the other one's ground because there's no one there to cheer it on. But Liverpool, Man United, it, it's political, it's historic, it's... Um, it's transcended every age of football, including the modern age. Um, you know, it, it's, we've only played each other in Europe once. Uh, Liverpool got through, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 everything. It's everything sort of just boiled into a, a 32-mile derby. Like, um, and the, the the big thing about the United game for me is that no one ever wants to admit it, but we're incredibly similar in our, in our sort of set of fans and ideals. We've got hold. You know, not England thing going on. We don't. We're not interested in England, and neither are they. Um, we're, we're very, very similar. We're obviously, we're very northern. We've always had the the river, the port. They've always had the cotton. You know, going back to even Victorian times. Um, you know, even like music, new wave, and things like that. Liverpool and Manchester pretty much rule the waves there as well. So when we come to fight each other, red against red, uh, then it's it's just the biggest one because it's just got so much riding on it. It's not just two things like you know the Palace and Brighton. That's a weird derby for me. I know why there is, though. Why that is a rivalry. Yeah, it is a strange. It's, it's not based on this. This this is based on history and on politics. It's it's an unbelievable game, and I think you know there's so many things that show that it's an unbelievable game. It's such a huge game. You know, I seen a little clip earlier. I think it might have been on the LFC official Twitter page it's like a documentary they're doing between Manchester and Liverpool and again like you said the similarities come up you know music comes up politics comes up fashion comes up history you know uh, all them things come up but you know what the biggest thing that makes it the biggest game for me and I know it sounds stupid Carl but it's the one no matter how brilliant you may be and how bad they may be or vice versa you're still always 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 nervous and unsure going into it yeah, they, they could be playing with six lads under the age of 10, and I'd still be worried about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's going to be a one-all draw. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Something's going to happen. You know, something mad is going to happen, and, you know, and, and little Tommy's going to net an equaliser in the 97th minute. You know, you, just, you, know, you worry about things like that. Anything can happen in this game. It doesn't even matter about how both teams are doing. That That's irrelevant. And the year that United went down, um, we beat them at Anfield. I looked it up the other day. We beat them at Anfield, but we still drew at Old Trafford. That's yeah. nuts to me. The worst Man United side in 20, 30, 40 years, and we still didn't beat them at Old Trafford. And we finished second. <laughs> yeah. We won the FA Cup. <laughs> we still didn't beat them. So, you know, it, it doesn't matter what, what, you know, people say, oh, you know, they're, they're, they're 12th in the league. They've only got nine points. Uh, and what have you. I've, I've done a piece on the Anfield rap about this. And, uh, um, I, 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 you know, I went through it. It doesn't mean a thing. Because, They'll, they'll be all Man United about it tomorrow, on Sunday and they're going to come out all guns blazing because they don't give a damn who we are. They just have to win it. They have to win it. 
Yeah, they, simple as that. They don't, and they, so do we. They don't care who we are and they don't care what position we're in. I don't think they do. I think it's literally, you know, like a lot was made last season about, oh, they, they, we got to draw, you know, the draw Liverpool got United stopped them winning the league. Everton claimed the same. West Ham could claim the same. Chelsea could claim the same. Arsenal could claim the same. You know, uh, all these teams that drew with us could claim this, but like you say, it doesn't matter where teams are or it just, it's that one that has to be won. It's the one you look at. And I know it's an old cliche. It's the first one you look at when the fixtures come out. Uh, Stephen Kingsbury says the guy was clearing the ball upfield, pulled up, um, pulled up once, and then then went to take another one and pulled up again. Um, really interesting. If anyone can keep us updated on that, really, really interested. Uh, Stephen Max said he's Liverpool true and true, but he still feels Barca and Real is the biggest. I don't know. I just think that the, the reach of this game is just phenomenal. All over the world, you know, everywhere this goes, this is. I think it's probably the biggest watch game in the world. I could be wrong. Someone will throw a figure at me at some point. Well, well, also, also, Real Madrid is always too pretty. I think I know. I know it's got the, the comedy shithousery at the end and everything. People like you know, kicking lumps out of each other and getting red cards and stuff like that. But Liverpool Man United, it's, it's just like a war of attrition. It's 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 basically whoever's standing up at the end gets the points. Yeah, it's, it's very rare that it's a nice game because no one really wants a nice game. I'd like a nice easy win, so you know, so I can get some sleep. But I, I just don't think I think it's a bit different, to be honest. It's more visceral. It, it really is, and there's a, a little bit more riding on it. With us being eight from eight, then being in a bad way. You like Ironham one says, "Will LFC get another Man United manager sacked?" I think they might if if Liverpool go and take three points on Sunday. Um, North Red feels that Liverpool will be will be fine at the weekend as long as the referee doesn't become a talking point. But look, just going back through the through the fixture itself, uh, Carl, what's your earliest memory of watching Liverpool versus Manchester United? Not a good one. Okay. Go on. <laughs> they, they never are. The 1977 FA Cup final. Okay. I'm, I'm still I'm still angry, Gav. I'm Go still on. angry now. Okay, oh, talk to us. We, we'll help you. 40, 42 years ago, that was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Um, yeah, it wasn't good. Obviously, we just won the league and we, we had the European Cup final to look forward to. And they had a decent side. You know, I, I was quite like Steve Koppel when I was a kid because he was from Liverpool and we almost have the same surname, so I quite liked him for that. And I just thought there's no way that they can beat Liverpool while Liverpool are in that kit. And we just looked absolutely incredible. We scored a brilliant goal with Jimmy Case, but they'd already scored one beforehand. And, and they scored the winner with the, the with a completely jammy deflection. So much so that I didn't even know it was a green off goal until two years later. I was convinced it was Stuart <laughs> Pearson or Lee McCarry. You, you were that upset? <laughs> it took you oh, two yeah. years. <laughs> yeah, it took me two years. I, I wouldn't have it at all. I absolutely... And, and at that age, um, Liverpool never lost as far as I was concerned. Uh, and to be honest, the Evan game was bigger at the time because I was what seven, something like that, seven or eight, and th- that was the first time that Man United hurt me. And they sort of carried on doing it throughout the eighties, even even when you know we were winning the league all over the place. We mm. only beat them once at Old Trafford in the eighties in the league. Yeah, and um, so so it didn't matter what they did; they always just. They always hurt you, always. Well, you see, there's a perfect point coming up to Sunday. You know, I don't, I'm not, listen, I'm making no bones about it. I'm, you know, I, I'm confident about Sunday. I've said it on two shows. I, I, I've gone for 3-1 to Liverpool. I just feel that if we show up, we show the right attitude and, and we, 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 we put them in the place early on with regards to possession and, and shutting the crowd up. Anybody watching there, if they want to throw, throw in, um, your earliest, 
memory of Liverpool versus Manchester United. Absolutely throw them in. I'll try read a few out. But you mentioned you you done a thing for the Anfield rap. Um, there's a Manchester United fan that's beyond there all the time, and his name has completely gone out of my head. He's a really, really brilliant fella to listen to. to Stay fair. Armstrong. Stay Armstrong. Absolutely brilliant person to listen to. Um, he's so honest about United. He's he's straight down the line when they're bad, they're bad when they're not. They're not. And he always goes on. I think it's the eighty-five. Is it the eighty-five yeah. FA Cup semi-final that goes to replay yeah. at Goodison? Yeah. And them, yeah. he mentions how mental that was. Absolutely insane, inside and outside the ground. And he said that that for him he felt like that was the last time it was a war, you know the kind yeah. of way. And it kind of changed a little bit after that. And it, you know, I suppose the dawn of the Premier League probably changed it a little bit. Obviously, our stadiums probably changed it a little bit. But he always mentions that. And whenever I think of a United fan discussing Liverpool United, I always think of Steve Armstrong talking about the '85 replay. But he's um. He said it was just from then on in, it kind of diluted itself a little bit and the Premier League came in and, you know, like I've said it before. Had, it had to back down a bit. It had to back down because obviously they they did, they won it in 85. We won the double in 86 and then we started to stretch out a bit ahead of them. And just on a podcast, actually, where I said, 88, you think, right, we're finally going to beat United. We didn't. We drew at Old Trafford with them as usual. Uh, and we drew at Anfield as well, despite leading 3-1. And then the Premier League came in, but it, it had to move away from 85. 85, was, it was a war zone. It was just, it was, the hatred was too much at that point. Um, the only thing me and Steve disagree on is, well, to, uh, he, he was at both games, I, I, I don't know, but I'd say the home leg was more, ugh, more dangerous than the, than, than the old traffic game. He says the opposite. Um, but I, I just remember the atmosphere of the entire week. And just, yeah, it was just brutal. It really was. Because that, that was, it, again, the word visceral, there's no other word to describe it. It was just, that was just full on, I mean, non-stop, full on hatred. Yeah. And it has, it has got to be, you know, it has got to be light, not light-hearted. That's not the word to use at all. It's, it's, it's just mellowed out a little bit. Just a little it's bit. It's more of a cartoon hatred, I'd say now. It's a point scoring exercise with, with, with at times. Fans. Yeah, of course it is, yeah. Yeah. Ray Dickinson says he went to Old not, Trafford for... Not, not for me. Not for you, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no like uh, Ray Dickinson said he went to Old Trafford for the Rob Jones debut, nil-nil. Knew he, he knew he'd never go back to that kip. Uh, Chris Brack said, I sadly grew up in the 90s and we always got beat by Man United. That's why the 2001 treble season meant so much. We finally won at Old Trafford and got yeah. those trophies. Centurion says he couldn't recall his earliest memory, just that I hated them irrationally. I hated their players' faces, their colours, success, everything. Do you know what I hated about them? <laughs> and this is uh, talk about irrational. Um, do you remember like the, the the periods, like I, I was born in '82. I can remember the '86 Cup final. I always I always remember it, uh, and and I should go back and look at the year, but I'm nearly convinced United Liverpool go away to United in around Christmas, and it could be late '80s. And they go to, and I think they get beaten 3-1 at Old Trafford. I could be completely wrong here. This is just a memory stored in the back of my head for all of my life, nearly. And I always remember. My father's family were all United fans and they were all, you know, delighted with themselves. And I was sitting there going, Liverpool were the better team, you know, and I could not get my head around this. So I have a lot of, I have a lot of bad stuff that, that's happened with, with, um, with, with United, to, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, let me see. Jerry Carl says to Peter Beardsley, Hattrick, uh, 
Yay, Fergie Bust Day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's what we were singing on the cop. Yeah, and, and look. Fergie Bust Day. <laughs> and, yeah, the bastard did. And he did, yeah. Uh, no, like, Nordred says there, he still detests them, hates them, loathes them. But the thing that was, was for me, the period 94, 95, 96, in around then, when they had Kane, Buck, Beckham, Skulls, and you know what really annoyed me? The, all their nicknames. You know, it was Scalzi, Butsy, Yorkie, Coley, you know, and I, I, I was, I just really irrationally and I, I, it really upset me because all the nicknames just ended in, in a Y. And that's yeah. a ridiculous thing to say, but it's just like, look at these boring bastards, you know, and they're winning everything. It was, it was just one of those, but look, I've asked you your, your earliest uh, memory. Staying on earliest memories, what's, what's the earliest highlight watching Liverpool versus United? The thing is, I've got to go to like 1983 or something like that. Um, I know in 79 we won 3-0, uh, 78-79. Um, can I name drop a second? I do this far too often. Sure. I know Trevor always likes me off about this. I was sat in Ray Kennedy's living room in 2008 <laughs> uh, and with a few mates because we were going up to see Liverpool Middlesbrough. Did you just ring Ray and say, can I, can I go uh, Well, I, I know him because I, I, I did a charity thing for him a while ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 10 years ago. So, we, we, pl- we played Middlesbrough, and, um, it was the game we lost, actually, one of the two games we lost in 2009. So we go in to see him first, and we're sat on his couch, and, uh, and Ray's health isn't so great, and his voice isn't good, and he's not always the easiest man to understand. And I said, for us to win this league, we're gonna have to go to Old Trafford and win, which of course we did 4-1. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I said, did you enjoy playing against Ray, Man United? And he said, yeah, I did. Always tough games. And I said, um, did you ever beat them? And I was like, I'm, I'm going through my own encyclopedia thinking, would, would Ray have beaten, beaten Man United? And he went, oh yeah. Oh yeah. And he just went quiet and just stared off into the middle distance. You know, like Richard Gere in, uh, <laughs> in every film he does. <laughs> yeah. just, like, just like, as they say on the trip, you know, just often looked in the middle distance, has a little smile to himself. And I looked it up afterwards. We beat him 3-0 in 78-79 and he got the first goal. And it was nice because he'd just gone away into that little space. So I don't remember much about that. So I'd say the 83 League Cup final, um, where we won, was it 2-0? The Ronnie Whelan goal? I think it was 83, I can't remember now. Um, but yeah, Ronnie that was Whelan. the first thought of, oh, 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 we can beat them. Oh, I'm thinking oh. Ronnie Whelan in the League Cup against Spurs. I have yeah. him in my head for some reason. Um, Adam Peck. Oh, hang on, did we win that one? There's a game we beat them. Oh yeah, when Alan Kennedy scored the long range shot. That guy, yeah, they, they, were, they were impregnable then. Adam Petruccione says. Hello, Adam. Oh, you obviously know Adam because he says, I know Adam, yeah. here comes the name drops. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're talking about Ray Kennedy's story. Gonna yeah, listen, that. listen, if, if you have a story about Ray Kennedy and you're sitting with Ray Kennedy, you've, you've every right to drop his name. Um, but for me, you know, it's, you know, it's I, I, like you, like you're saying there, even my earliest memories will be mid to late 80s. And even, even thinking back, I'm thinking, when did we beat this? You know, when did we do this? And, and I thought and thought and thought and I said, no, I'm going to have to nail this down. And one of my earliest memories of like openly celebrating that and remembering every single minute about it was 91, 92. And yeah. I think, now I could be wrong, I think Leeds beat Sheffield United. And it meant that United had to come and win at Anfield in order to keep the league title alive. If yeah, I'm right. and Ian Rush never scored against them. Yeah, and Ian Rush scores and I think Ray Houghton scores near the end. Yeah, it's, 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 I think it's actually Mark Walters, but... Ray Houghton hits the bar. 
May, yeah. Maybe Houghton hits the bar at you. And um, I remember that one. And I remember just being absolutely over the moon that one, we'd beaten them. And two, it was one of those things. And I thought it'd go on forever then. You know, they're never going to win this league. They should have yeah. won it. You know, they, they, they should have won that league that season. And Leeds just kept going and going and going. And that was the one, that was the first one where, you know, it, it really felt like, that's that's a really big win, and it's the one that sticks in my mind. I can remember that blue you know, flecked United jersey that they had yeah. on. I can remember everything about it in my head. Um, Ray Houghton scores because I think, like you said, he does all the work. I think it hits the bar. Well, there's, there's something about this. The, the fans are nice, the right foot. Um, they, they they did a thing about this once, and, and the, the lad who wrote it, Steve, said uh, he was really low down in the cop, and he said when. Um, Houghton hits the bar and it goes in and Walters puts it in. Ray Houghton screams so loud and so high that you could hear it halfway up the cop. You could hear his voice literally just squealing in joy yeah. that we've beaten United and cost in the league. Yeah. And I've had many fallouts with Ray Houghton's views on many things, but I'll always love him for that moment. That yeah. just meant the world to him. Yeah, it absolutely meant everything to him. It goes into the Premier League years then, and that this is when United kick into gear. But there's a yeah. couple of classics between United and Liverpool. Um, you know, the, the two all around Trafford, Cantona's return is a big one. Um, penalty. Yeah. I hate it all. I hate it all. That. Oh, look, he's come back and scored. He's got a penalty. But you know what the funny thing about that one was? They moved that game. Yeah, deliberately. They moved they that moved. game so that, that his ban will be up. Yeah. You know, I think his band might have finished on the Saturday and they moved it to yeah, the Sunday. They moved it, yeah. You know they what I mean? For that. Um like so it's 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 one of those um that one there, you have the three all at Anfield where we're three 0 down, Clough gets two and, and uh Ruddock equalises, if I remember rightly. Yeah. Um but there's those great ones like that. Is there is there one at Anfield that in the Premier League that where they where they beat us and you thought oh absolutely and utterly gutted? Not really, to be honest. I mean, when they beat us three-one, and we were so poor, the David James era. Oh. I just think, I just think, I just don't see us coming back from this. Beckham Benz went in from a free we kick were, at the end. We were just then. so bad, yeah. And then, you know, every time the ball went into the box, and the keepers all over the place, just think that. With, 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 I think the Palace to score in one of those games. I just think that if he if he's scoring, I think what I, I think on now? Uh, would it be right in saying Palace that gets two in that? He might do, yeah. And I think Hippie and my. I think Hippie might... Will I be right in thinking Hippie gets one back? Yeah, I think he did score one, yeah. And and then, to be honest, to be honest Gav, I've repressed a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, think, I think Beckham calls in a free kick. I remember that one. He does, yeah. No, sorry, it's a different game, I think, because there is a cross that goes over the back of James, and he tries to reach it, and it's nodded in. But pa- I, I, I might be mixing games up, but I can remember Palace. Yeah, I think I'm the same, because there's, there's two or three games which seem to be pretty much the same Merged game. into one. They, they literally just... Yeah. The same thing happened all the time. There's the Carragher two on goals game yeah, as well. Yeah, I remember that two. one as well, but... Uh, but if he got sent off. Yeah, th- there was a couple... The, the, one that, the one that annoyed me at, at Anfield, and I've seen, you know... Didn't they rob a win with Rooney one year as well? I yeah, 1-0. Yeah, yeah, I think they robbed the win. But the one that got me was O'Shea. Yeah, Shea got a winner at the cop end, right at the death. Um, that one, that one, that one hurt. That one really did. But yeah, we we move past them. Anfield wins versus them, or away wins, whatever you want in the Premier League. The four one stands out. I know, but any, any... the four one's fantastic for one reason in particular is because it's the second that the ball goes in for Morelio's goal, and there's a second where the ground does nothing. Yeah, and you can hear the ball going. <laughs> Yeah. As, it, as it rolls into that and seeing Van der Sar just standing there. I remember just thinking, we're 3-1 up at Old Trafford. <laughs> Every, it's like was, yeah. it's, it's 60,000 people or how many were, how many were there that day. They're all, they're all, um, you know, they've seen this happen in front of them. 
yeah. but they're but they're processing it. Everyone processes that thought at the same time, and that's it's it's, it's it's like that's gone in. That's three one. Yeah, and then you know the game's over. They're down to ten. Yeah. You know, um, that was a. That and, then, was, and then one of the worst left backs I've ever seen scores his second goal in two weeks or whatever it was. Yeah, Andres Desena, yeah, after scoring yeah. against Madrid Jordan, the, the yeah. four days previous, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What a win that was. And, you know, the, the, Torres, um, that's, isn't that the start of the. the Torres the, and Vidic, yeah. Yeah, that's the start it's, of Vidic the. Vidic got sent off three consecutive games. Yeah. It was, and, uh, and it was all, it was all Torres. He just, he just couldn't play. Don't yeah. let the ball bounce, lads. Don't yeah. let the ball bounce. Yeah, and got, yeah, too late. As one good, of, as, good of, as good a defender as he is, he just yeah. keeps letting the fucking thing bounce. He, he uh, was just in his head all the time. He just didn't know what to do. He did that Anfield as well in the next game. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, let me see. Chris Brack says the talk quite, uh, hat trick is, is a big one for him. Or the two, the, 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 the two meter hat trick. Yeah. Or the two yep. nil win at Anfield when Gog scores at the end. Yeah. Do you know what? That's a great win. The one thing I do remember about it is is that Carragher makes a tackle, and about f- eight seconds later he makes another big one. Uh, you know, in quick succession, it might be from Rooney, um, it might be from Rooney or Ronaldo, and he just up and throws in another massive tackle. Then, and we managed to break free and and score. That what they were good. They were good. Uh, the Old Trafford one. Did, I, I love the one where we beat them with Danny Murphy's little lob over Barthez. I have to say, I love that one. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's I love a beautiful that. goal. Yeah, I, lo- I love that because one, the Boone Gerrard when he gets it and he puts it on a play for Murphy and Kane's reaction as it goes in, Kane is like, ah, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. You know, um, that, that really, really, uh, really good. The 3 0 at Old Trafford, 13 14. Yeah, was that that? Yeah. I never they, they got they, they got away with three. Yeah, they did get away with three. They should have. They should have had a man sent off as well. That was um, when Joe Allen beat, beat Fellaini for a header, and I thought um, everything is possible. Up is down, black is white. <laughs> How was he beating Fellaini in a header? <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. That's probably that. And, and Stephen Kingsbury says there uh, the three nil at, at Old Trafford in thirteen fourteen. We were dominant. That is the one where I think we dominate United from. Yeah, and and that's where I'm having my mind coming this Sunday. Uh, a really, really deal with a dominant display. Uh, I'll throw another one at you, Carl. Coutinho's equaliser at Old Trafford in the Europa League. That was, that was. We nice. had that one? Uh, no, no, I couldn't go midweek. Um, that, again, that, that was another sort of silent moment for a mm. bit. I thought, he's, he's, he's got that in. Yeah. <laughs> How's he done that? Yeah. And then it goes nuts, obviously. Yeah. Um, just, there's one that sticks in the craw as well. It has to be the 96 Cup final. Um, I thought both teams were awful. One of the worst games of football I've ever seen, and I was yeah. at Liverpool to Brecon. Yeah, <laughs> which, I, which I still think is the worst game of football I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I just think this cup final was one where complete cancelling out of each other, um, a complete yeah. fear of each other, and it just happened to fall to Cantona. You know, the romanticism of the cup and all this shit that they come out with yeah. after. You know, um, but it that was that was a tough one to take, Carl. I, I just really thought. No one deserved to win it, but I don't think anyone deserved to lose it either. I mean, no, they, they they should have just shared the cup. <laughs> it felt that bad at the time. Do you know what? We're both terrible. Let's just shake hands and get off the pitch and go home. Mm-hmm. This is so bad. Just... And obviously, obviously, I bet on a Liverpool three 0 win with Rob Jones' first goal. <laughs> I mean, talk about romance of the cup there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's lottery stuff. That's you know... I, I missed that pound. Yeah, I really do. I, I have a feeling that if you'd have won that, you wouldn't be sitting here talking to me no, today. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you can you get Skype in Acapulco? You have to find out. <laughs> yeah, and the time difference can be a nightmare. Uh, Ray Dickinson says Reese's rocket against Barthez. Yeah, that was a great game. That was a great game. That was quality. That was, that was fantastic. And so was the um, 
don't know if anyone's mentioned the um, the treble winning season where Gerard scores that that rocket Belter, yeah. and Farley gets the goal. But the funny thing about that Gerard goal, if you watch it again, there's a there's a man behind the goal who does that thing that people would do, and then they put their arms far apart to show how, how far over it's gone. Oh yeah. He started. He starts doing that, and then he just sits down really quietly. <laughs> Once you realise it's absolutely come crashing off the bar. Yeah, no, that was. Um, un- I love looking at that lad in that. Yeah, it was. It was un- unbelievable that game. That was a really good one. Uh, Stephen Kingsbury says Michael Owen dinking the ball over Schmeichel in ninety-seven, ninety-eight for one all. That's where Pallister um, just forgets how to run, and then Owen absolutely Easter destroys them. Uh, does yeah. he get sent off later in that game? He got got sent off for a two-footer. Yeah, Ronnie Johnson, I think it was. Was it Johnson? Yeah, I, I had, think so. I thought it was Schmeichel came out of his goal and he done Schmeichel. Oh, it might have been, yeah. Oh, I, 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 I know it was a red though. I remember thinking, can't really complain about that, but I'll take the points. Yeah, yeah. There was some sickeners as well. That, that, um, if you look at the 98-99 FA Cup or 1-0 up in injury time at Old Trafford. That's, that's, that was just... Uh, fourth, I had a thing, fourth round of the FA Cup, I think. Well, I've got I've got loads of mates who, who aren't from Liverpool, and they've said to me like, you know, we don't feel we're really, really into Liverpool as much as you are, and but you know, there's a bit of an imposter syndrome thing going on. And I always say, how did you feel at the end of that two-one game? And they all say that was the worst day of my life by an absolute mile, because we go up so early. Hegem's brilliant in that game. He's really underrated in that game, and then it goes to one-one, and you just know. If, if they get it goes to one one, they've won. That that's how weak we were mentally around that time. Yeah. And 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 you know, it, 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 you know, it's it's worse when you know a certain thing is coming. Then you then you watch it and you just think it's almost like there's nothing we could do. They were going to score that second goal because that just took everything out of us. And I think that really did something to that squad as well. Yeah, so I, I they agree. All, they all they all learned something from that. And so we're not we're not doing this again. And yeah. then you know the next time we play them in the league, we beat them there. Yeah, um, Chris Brack says, "Remember the, the under Kenny second spell beating them at Anfield in the FA Cup when we played what a, a goal that is. with Carragher playing defensive midfield." What a game! What, what a finish that was! Yeah, that was um, absolutely absolutely nuts at that game. That's the one. That's the Alan Smith game. That's the Alan Smith game. Who gets the winner? Cout. Cout. Yeah, because uh, every time I think of uh, around that period, and I don't know why. I always just have Torres putting Ferdinand on his arse and smashing a pass van der Sar. Um, yeah. And that just, I, everything morphs for me into that because I just thought, uh, do you know what it was? It was it was the pass from Ben O'Yeon that every time I watch it, I go, how has he managed that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Stephen again says 98-99. I don't think you like this one, Carl. Paul in sliding in at the equaliser at the cop end. Amazing. Oh, I quite liked it at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was quite up for that at the time. They won the double anyway, obviously, but um, yeah. the, 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 that was a, that was a wonderful moment. Where we thought, you know, I think we've done them again. I think we've done them again. Yeah, and we did, and we didn't because Arsenal bills it up for them. I like the one in. I think was was it FA Cup again? Crouch's header off the post at Anfield. Yes. Yeah. I like that one. I like that. Hang on, one. Was that, hang on, that might have been the Smith game. That was the Smith game. Yeah. Yeah, I I know quite wins one late on. Yeah, that that was 2012. No, yeah. hang on, we lost in 2012 to them. That was about 2010, I want to say. But um, yeah, if the, the Crouch game that that was the Alan Smith game. Yeah, I remember the Crouch header off the post. And we definitely, the line. definitely deserved to win that. We were really good in that game. Mm. Do you know we, what? We really, really came out for them. The one I really enjoyed, another one I really enjoyed was actually 0809 when we're one 0 down early through Tevez, I think, and uh, we equalised with an own goal. Ryan Babel's debut. Yeah, and Ryan Babel. Ryan Babel scores. 
at the end, doesn't he? He bounces yeah. it into the ground. I think yeah. it's an own goal that gets us back in. I'm, I want to say Wes Brown. It's a centre-half. Because I, I thought that was Riera. Because I was at the other end of the pitch. I was in the cop for that. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah, and, and Babel actually just misses it completely. and Which was a bit like his Liverpool career. He, did, he scored loads of goals, but they were mostly off his arse and stuff. Um, which is fine. I've got no problem with that at all. But yeah, he completely threw the keeper, didn't he? Yeah, no. and that, that, that was that was Berbatov, Rooney, and Ronaldo, wasn't it that year? Yeah, I think I think Tevez puts puts them one up. Yeah, and then there's an own goal from. I I think I want to say it, it, was, Brown. it was it was it was Webb Brown definitely. Yeah, yeah. it's supposed to just hit him as a sort of Riera went through, and it's I, no, it, like, I, I think Riera I think Van der Sar hits it off him, and it bounces yeah, off yeah, Brown it was, and goes I couldn't in. tell a great deal about this. Obviously, I've seen it since, but I, I couldn't tell a great deal at the time, and I thought that was Riera's goal. And yeah. I thought, oh, the new lad, the new lad's alright, he's settled in. Yeah. First game. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just the goal. And then, and then I think Mascherano robs Giggs on the end line at the cop end and squares it and, uh, Babel mishits it and it goes, bounces up over yeah. Ferdinand into the goal. That was a good one. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of one, do you know what one really upset me though? 14, 15 at Old Trafford. They beat us 3-0. Brad Jones is diving the wrong way. Yeah. Um, and we missed about five, Brilliant chances. Chances you don't usually get at Old Trafford. We missed about five of them and that one. Yeah. That one annoyed me. That really did. Um, but it just shows there's so many memories in the game. And it, you know what? If I asked you about, oh, the big Liverpool Chelsea games and I went back 25 years, you'd struggle a little bit. But this, this fixture, everything kind of sticks with you, doesn't it? Um, yeah. Stephen again says Patrick Berger's free kick in 1990 at Old Trafford to put us one up. Um, let me see. Sosha's got equalizer. Yeah, North Red says I was at the game, Babel scores right beside he was right beside the Manx. Uh, he said it was fucking brilliant. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, if anyone has anything random for me at Carl in the last last four or five minutes, absolutely throw them in there. Somebody does ask are you gonna have a sandwich or a takeaway after this? Um I'm gonna have a cup of tea and a cigarette. That's genuinely what I'm going to do. I don't know what Carl's plans are for the evening. Tea. tea. There you go. Yeah. Uh, he's gonna have tea as well. Um but I suppose I want to ask you about Sunday um, because I probably won't speak to you between now and then. We've done two shows and a lot of lads seem to be fairly confident but want us to go with the right attitude into this game. How do I put this? Is there any doubt in your mind that Liverpool go in here and play anywhere near the potential and they win the game? Is there, any, is there any doubt in your mind where that doesn't happen? Yeah. Is there? Because it's Man, because it's Man United. Do you feel that and, if we go in they there... Are, they are sponsored by the devil. I've got no question of that at all. Right. That, that, that badge is no coincidence. They, they, things go their way. They're not going their way at the moment. That makes me even more nervous because they do look. But, but I'd say that's about 10% of my mind at the moment. If we play to the best of our ability, if they play to the best of their ability, Liverpool win. Yeah. Yeah, that, I, that's all I want. Yeah, I, I just I, that that's what I want too. The De Gea news. If anybody has an update on De Gea, um, absolutely throw it in there. A lot of people at the start of the podcast. It sounds like he's done two hamstrings. It it, it you... looks like it looks like he. From what I could read on on the on the comments earlier, he takes a goal kick and something goes wrong, and then he goes like back. Allison. Yes, like and Allison then, but, Norwich. Yes, but then he goes. But then another one comes up and he tries to another one. And then goes down after it. And somebody did say there it could be a couple of months. It looks like it's the same injury that Allison got. So we have to wait and yeah. see. Who goes and go for them? Romero still hanging around? Romero, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. That's written in the stars, isn't it? He's exactly. Got the game this of his is life. my point. They, they love a romantic story. 
Yeah, no, it is. And listen, I said it the other day. If United be, if United be, um, Liverpool, Gary Neville would be proposing to Martin Tyler in the, in the, in the commentary box, you know. Um, and he will accept. And he absolutely will accept. <laughs> only, only if the reception is in the Stratford end. Um, yeah. but, uh, what team are you going with, Carl? Because Stephen Kingsbury asked there, Gav, what lineup would you go with? Um, midfield wise, I'm going Fabino, Ger- Fabino and Aldam Henderson. I just am. But, um, Stephen Max says, yes, out for three months like Big Allison. Stephen, um, I never know whether to take you seriously or not, so you're going to need to write that and write seriously at the end of it. Um, but, Carl, what's your lineup for the, for the weekend? It's the same as yours. Okay. Yeah, so- I've, the, the podcast I've just done, they were talking about getting Nabby in. Mm. No, no way. No way. You, you, you play Wijnaldum, um, Henderson, and Fabina. Okay, I'd agree with you. Back four is nailed. Uh, Trent, yeah. Matt, Van Dijk, Robertson. Yeah. Allison back in goal. Um, that update was timed lovely today. Um, of him back in training, so that tells us he's back. And the front three is normal, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're not messing around with that, are you? No, <laughs> no, absolutely not. Centurion no, it's, says it's, 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 it's not a time to try young Bed Woodburn up front. No. no, we're not doing any of that. No. Although Webbourne, uh, Webbourne, Webbourne, uh, Ben <laughs> Ben Woodburn, um, I, I find it difficult to say his name because the lads at the day trippers have so many names for Ben Woodburn. It's untrue. <laughs> um, uh, but he's spoken today about still wanting to fulfil his dream of playing for Liverpool. It's his birthday. Yeah, yeah that's birthday. what they got. A little birthday interview off the uh, off the telly. There you go. Uh, don't think I did when I was 20. <laughs> Centurion says if one player steps up from our front three, we win. Um, I agree with that. Adam asks, did Hendo play too much on international duty? Mm, it's a fair, it's, it's a decent question. Because Stephen says... No, he had the excellent Ross Barkley doing his running for him. Yes. He said, he said through gritted teeth. Yeah, Chris Brack says it's the Champions League final 11 for him. Stephen backs the Henderson stuff up with saying he's in poor form. Milner and Naby Keita, maybe. I think if, I think if he does change something in midfield, I think Milner will be the man that goes in there. I think Milner finishes the game, but I don't think he starts it. Yeah, I think he's a perfect force sub, regardless of what state the game is yeah. in. That's just the way I look at Milner at the minute. And he can start games by all means, but I just think he's a perfect, perfect sub. Uh, yeah. let me see. Somebody asked there, what is your Indian takeaway game? Do you know, I'm veggie, so um, not particularly spicy. I do like a biryani. Okay. I've, I've always liked a biryani. <clears throat> yep. Always, and I, but, I, but I do like my bhajis as well. I do like a cauliflower bhaji. Mm. Do you know what? I've never had an Indian takeaway. Never? Never. There's is one that, for you. Is that possible? Oh, well, it is. I, I've just told you. <laughs> no, it genuinely is. I have a weird list of things that I've never done or seen. How do you avoid it? Well, I, I've never seen a Harry Potter film. I've never seen a Lord of the Rings film. I've never seen a James Bond film. And I've never seen any of the Rocky films. All right. Um, well, and I've never had an Indian takeaway. So there you go. It's one of those. I have to take some doing. I've had, I've had toy food once. Yeah, it's just one of those. Uh, let me see. Stephen comes back in caps as always and says, Gav, the guy did his hamstring. He's out for at least six to eight weeks. Not buying it. Okay. <laughs> Neither am I. I, I, fully, I fully expect him to turn up and play midfield if, if Pogba fails a fitness test. Uh, he's, he's driving to the ground now with his shin pads on. He's <laughs> just going to sit and wait. Five day yeah. wait. Uh, he's just going to kick goalposts. That's <laughs> what he's going to do. Yeah, yeah. Nabby, uh, let me see. Centurion says Naby Keita not uh, sensible at all. Trafford, Chris Brax has a really late brace would be nice. Stevens found that very, very funny as to what I um 
what I've uh, what I've not seen. Chris Brax has never had an Indian get a grip. Uh, no, seriously. Um, seriously. Ray Dickinson says, Ah, Gav, you live such a sheltered life. Ray, you know me and you know I don't live any, in any way under any shelter. And you know that because uh, you've experienced me being outside the shelter for a long time and you've been with me while it's happened. So um, there's no random stuff in there. I can't see anything random. I'm trying to remember the, the, the random stuff that, that went on earlier on. Carla, I have to ask you for a prediction. 2 0 Liverpool. 2 0, clean sheet. And when you say 2-0, do you, because somebody on our podcast the other night said he sees a 2-0, but it'll be one where it'll flatter United. Um, I, I always say about this, uh, one early, one late. I'd like an early goal. I'm, I'm going, so, you know, I, I, again, I want to sort of have some vague enjoyment of the game. Because mm-hmm. even when we, even when I'm there and we win there, I'm still sort of quite nervous hours later in a sort of, I think they're going to take it off us, aren't they? You know, they'll find a way. Um, so I think 2-0, and I think... The reason I say 2-0 is because I don't think Rashford is a number nine. They shouldn't have sold Lukaku, and Fred and McTominay don't scare me. Mm-hmm. Famous last Very words. Very fair point. Uh, oh, Chris Brack says, worst football team gift you have ever received for Bertie or Christmas? <clears throat> wow. Um, That's a good one, that. I don't know, to be honest. I can't really say in case my mum's listening. <laughs> she won't be listening, trust me. She won't be listening. No. Um, they did get me a Liverpool shirt with my name on the back once, and I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. You were, you, were at, you, were, you were against that, was it? Yeah. I'm not a big fan of that. The worst one I, I got... That's the worst one ever, because it was a Liverpool shirt. You know, I got to wear it in the gym and stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I think I've done all right, you know. I remember somebody buying me the Torres book about... <laughs> a week before he left. <laughs> uh, that's, that's unfortunate. Yeah, it was a Christmas present, but it was somebody yeah, I hadn't he left seen. In January, over. He left in January. I had, yeah, like, I, you know, one of those where it's somebody you know, but you don't, didn't see them over Christmas, so you organise to see them in January and you open this, it's Torres' book, and a week later he's gone. Um, so that one, that one wasn't good. That's um, not great. No, not, not good at all. Not good at all. So you're going with a 2-0. I, I think you, Carl, for you, I'd like to see you go to Old Trafford on Sunday. I'd like to see us score in about 11 minutes. And then I'd love to see us just play our way through the first half and then get one on about 58, 59. And then Old Trafford starts the, a 30 minute exit, you know, the empty out Old Trafford over the next 30 minutes. That's what I'd like to see happen. Just for you, Carl. Um, the rest I'd of like the... us not to be locked in because there's no point. That would be quite nice. Uh, Stephen Mack got Poundland LFC socks for Christmas. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Somebody went to Poundland and bought them socks with LSC nice. written on them. Uh, Chris Brack says, 3-0, I'll give them by tight VAR decisions so them and City can moan that we were lucky. Yeah. Would you that'd take that? That'd be nice, yeah. Okay. That'd be nice. Byron, Byron wants uh, a Milner and a hat-trick of pens. Uh, he wants all the fume, as much as he can possibly get. Uh, Centurion says he got a CR7 replica short and blew away from Man United. You had to give it to wow. a Man United fan. Was that like, was that like a secret Santa thing? Um, you know, that, that sounds to me like one of those. Oh, he likes football, yeah. So therefore, he must like Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just logic, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Ray Dickinson says, leaving present from work, got a short, and he spelt his name wrong on the back of it. He walked. Nice. He walked with them for eight years. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that's amazing. Oh, that's tremendous. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, well done. Oh, Ray, if you still have it, um, cause Ray does podcasts with us. Ray, if you still have that, bring it to us and I'll, I'll put it up in the, in the studio. I'll put it up in the studio and it'll be just like, and we'll, we'll, we'll make the changes to make it right on the short and, and put it right in view of all the cameras. Um, Stephen Kingsbury says 3-1 to Liverpool. Chris Brack says, I got my brother a limited edition Torres short in a box with the signature embroidered for his 21st. He left 18 days later. <laughs> That's savage. Oh, that's savage. Uh, yeah. Centurion says he got a Juventus wallet. He just removed, he just removed the stitched on emblem. I just used that as a normal wallet. Uh, Stephen wow. Mack, Stephen Mack says 3-0 first half, second half 1-1 equals 4-1. Very good. Uh, Stephen, you're, you're, it will happen for you one of these days, a 4-1 Liverpool. 4-2 I thought was your, was your score of choice though. Uh, let me see. I'm just going to call this guy Meg25 because it's a, it's a little bit strange at the start. Uh, 2-1 Liverpool, controversial Salah penalty in the 80th minute. Oh, that gives them 10 minutes of getting really upset. Yeah, that's too early. Far. Don't go early. Yeah, but if, it gives them 10 minutes to get really upset. Yeah. You'll take 90, 90 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, 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 I like, like the Leicester game. I, I just like you know the, the whistle to go the second they kick off again afterwards. Mm. Centurion says it was the he likes football gift. Exactly. That just like Carl said. Do you know what? I get that with golf. I play a lot of golf. Um, it's apart from football, it's a sport I watch and and play. And I get all that at Christmas. You know, like it's this box with like um, a mug and a little towel in it and two golf balls and two little tees. And I never will never use them. You know, I, I get all that stuff all the time. And, and you get it with golf. It's uh, it's not only football. Any sport you're kind of you're into, you will always get it. Um, let me see. Stephen says we're too good to let in two against against the Isla. I th- I thought that actually the four two thing. Yeah, I, thought, I don't know where their second goal comes from because I think they'd they'd be going nuts for their first, and they would probably declare at that point. Yeah, North Red says Allison's back clean sheet. I think that's us. I think we've done enough random stuff. I think we've spoken about United and good and bad over the years. We co- we covered it quite well, I think, Carl. I'm, we've I'm, reclaimed history. Oh well, I'm proud of us. Yeah. And, and you know, once 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 me and you are proud of each other, I think that's all that matters. Uh, yeah, I'm fine. Let me see. <laughs> Meg twenty five's got a John Barnes wobble head toy. Oh, I remember them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, North Red says three nil man eight. Uh, Sorry, 3-0, Man A2, Salah 1. Ray Dickinson would love to be far up and see the camera go on Fergie. Um, nice. And Mick Hucknall. That's what Mick Hucknall oh, in there as well. Mick Hucknall. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, he's terrible looking, isn't he? And, and Eamon Holmes. Oh, yeah. Eamon Holmes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anybody else? Anybody else that might turn up there? Oh, God, all of them. All the celebrity Man United fans. Yeah. Zoe Ball. There's Zoe Ball. We can have a <laughs> Ball. as well. No, listen, I'll, I'll settle for uh, the... the the mad looking yoke out of uh, Simply Red. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll settle for him. Uh, okay, hold on. One more. Last one. Craziest thing you have done celebrating a Man United defeat. Is that in Liverpool beating them or them just getting beaten in, in general? Uh, I did a few laps of the pub I was in when Aguero got the winner for them against City. So City against QPR. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did a few laps of the pub for that. Um, quite a few, I think. I only got knocked out by Monaco when I was in the sports bar in Piccadilly and Darren Anderson was in there. <laughs> and uh, my mate said, you've got to be happy with that. This is like really young Darren. They think he just got to Tottenham. And my mate said to him, you've got to be happy with that, Darren. And Darren Anderson's mate absolutely tore a strip off my mate saying, how can you say that about an English club? And then obviously loads of people just jumped on him and said, 
it's not about England, mate. <laughs> it's about yeah. how you Man United. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Darren Anderson's mate sounds like an arsehole. Um, yeah. What was I going to say? You see, I have this thing where I don't watch Liverpool and United in a pub. I no, just, I don't. I don't anymore. Well, I'm. I'm well, I'm, I'm there if I, if I can, but I couldn't have ran that side. Yeah, like, to be honest with you, if, if, if I'm watching it, I'd, I'd much rather watch it at home than I would in the pub, I'm being honest with you. I do remember beating them in the, was the League Cup final, 2003. Yeah, Owen gets the, Owen gets the, the late goal, the seals. Breakaway, right? yeah. I do remember going absolutely mad in a pub for that, to the point where a United fan followed me to the pub for, Telling Alice, uh, and, and I'm wanting to have a go off me because I told Alex Ferguson to fuck off. Alex Ferguson couldn't hear me. He was in Cardiff. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Uh, uh, I imagine also he was taking your thoughts as red. Oh, yeah, yeah. Time as well. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, uh, I, I'm sure Ferguson was standing there going, we've been beaten, but Gav in Dublin. Um, that's, that's, that's hurt <laughs> even more. Um, yeah. Uh, last one, I promise. Which LFC player wins in a WW style last man standing match? James Milner. James Milner. Because he's just pure muscle. Van Dyke doesn't get a show for that? No. Because he's from Yorkshire. Okay. Okay, yeah. I, I, James Milner's not a bad show. I will go for... I'm going to go for Fabinho. I think he's a sneaky little fucker when he wants to be, and I like that. And he, and he looks older than he is. Yeah. I like that about Fabinho. Yeah. He has... Um, he is. He, he looks. He, he does look beyond his years, doesn't he? He has yeah. there's something about him. I, I go for Fabinho and uh, Milner in a final, and we'll see how we get on. Right, we're out of here. That's it. Fatback for daily done for today, Tuesday. I will be back tomorrow. Chris Black will join me tomorrow. I'm trying to find. Do you know what? Carla be a brilliant actually for this. So I should have thought of this, but um. Chris Brack will be back tomorrow. He's the king of the LFC quiz, and I'm trying to find him an opponent for tomorrow night at 10 p.m. Ten questions each, and we'll see who gets the better of each other. But we will be back then. Carl, thanks a million for joining me. No problem at all. Great stuff, and we'll talk to you soon. That's been it. That's us. Talk to us tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Have a good one. Over and out. This podcast is brought to you by Progressive. Are you thinking more about how to tighten up your budget these days? Drivers who save by switching to Progressive save over $700 on average, and customers can qualify for an average of six discounts when they sign up. A little off your rate each month goes a long way. Get a quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customers surveyed in 2020. Potential savings will vary. Discounts vary and are not available in all states and situations. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Sports Social Podcast Network.